Hey guys, I'm Eric McLean. And I'm Kelly Gramlich. It's time to talk some ACC football. Let's go. Welcome in to the Gramlich and McLean podcast presented by Ingalls. Kelly Gramlick and Eric McLean here with you, and we're back with some more football coverage here in the spring. This has really been kind of our Clemson week, Mac. We had our Clemson updates, episode spring updates on Monday. Go check that out if you missed it. We dive into both sides of the ball, what we're hearing, what we're reading, what we need to see from Clemson moving forward. New look offense, perhaps, Mac. And we also talk about the defense and some of the linebackers returning, but we have a special guest today, a guy that is leaving Clemson's program, another one of these big-time NFL prospects. Mac was handling this one. I was somewhere. I don't even know. Uh, and maybe at Duke basketball season, even though I'm officially done calling games now, which is great. I'll just do some remote stuff. It was a great year. But Mac, tell us a little more about this guy that you interviewed today. Yeah. Well, first, KG, I want to say how cool it is that we both are at home oh. doing this episode. I mean, it's great Unreal. to see your backdrop, my backdrop, uh, my actual microphone here, uh, the, the disco headphones. This is great. I mean, this, this has been a real treat uh, to do this episode from home. Uh, I did not do the interview. I did the interview. I think I was in Vegas. Um, similar to you, it's hard to remember where, we, where we've been. Last yeah. week was an absolute whirlwind. Uh, and, and you guys will see a really cool little post. KG is our... Um, content creator, our head of social yes. media and marketing and all that. Uh, and so she gave me the, the directions to kind of document Ooh. everything that I've been doing. So this was a good one because I double scooped. I was in Seattle and then in Vegas and now we're back home. So I've got some cool stuff. You deserve coming a tomorrow. raise, Mac. Thank you. Thank you, you know, for uh, taking, taking care of that. <laughs> I'll, I'll submit that to the boss and see what he thinks um, and, and get that going. But uh, it was a pleasure to talk to Trenton Simpson and similar to us, KG, uh, and a lot of these prospects that, that you guys are going to hear from these next couple of weeks on our podcast, he was jet set and he was all mm -hmm. over the place doing top 30 visits and he squeezed me in there and, and he just went back home uh, for, I think it was for a day. And he was like, Hey, this is the only time I can do it. I said, perfect. We will do it then. Uh, so Trenton Simpson coming on former Clemson linebacker, uh, just really, it, it was super cool. And you guys will hear this in a second, but jumping into his story, Clemson offered him a little bit late. Like he was committed to Auburn, but always wanted to go to Clemson and just didn't have the offer. Then he comes and, and takes an official, he told me, uh, and, and they offered him on the spot. So it's kind of one of those things. Clemson just wants to get you on campus. And, man, it, it was just crazy to see him light up and retell that story. He was great. I enjoyed this interview, and he, he's just super impressive. Matt, clarify to our listeners what a top 30 visit is. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Great question, KG. So each you know NFL team gets 30 visits where they can send out to guys. It's kind of like a, an official visit. You know, college, you get five of them. Uh, NFL, they have 30 to dish out only you know, mm. per, per team there. So they have to be really selective. I mean, it, it is pretty much going out to maybe the top three round guys that, that they think they're going to you know, bring in or spend a pick on there. So really have to do your research, all these different things. And they want you to come to their house. They pay for everything. They send the jet or get you on a plane, whatever it is, bring you in, do some board work, do some walkthroughs, maybe some you know drills and different things of that nature. But it truly is for them to do all their research and figure out, okay, can we invest millions of dollars into this young man? Uh, and, and really cool you know, for guys to get to do that and, and to see teams and some people more than others, you know, get to see a lot of teams. But 
definitely a busy time, you know, for these top prospects right now flying all over the country. That is so interesting. I mean, it's it's kind of like a job interview on steroids because you do have your film. <laughs> you go to the combine and you meet with all these teams and then you have the most pressure packed sprint of your life and other <laughs> drills. And then you've got to not got to, I mean, it's it's exciting, I'm sure, to get that call. Hey, we want to bring you in for a top 30 visit. Yeah. But you've got to impress. And that's a that's lot right. of pressure on these young men to go handle that. So we'll talk a little bit more after our Trenton Simpson interview with what Mac and um, our other sources are hearing about where he might end up. But first, our podcast today, our show on YouTube is brought to you by our wonderful friends over at Ingles. You've seen different videos we've posted. Shout out to the salad bar, best in the game. But what you might not know about Ingles is they have more organics than anybody. They run their own dairy. They've got tons of options for local craft beer. They have an amazing cheese selection as someone who is a big charcuterie board enthusiast. <laughs> they partner with local farms. It's There's so many things about Ingles that honestly, Mac and I are learning as well that are really cool to find out. So let's check out this video and learn a little more about Ingles and how they do what they do. Did you know that Ingles sells more organics than any other store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Did you know that they have more local craft beer than any place else? Or that they have energy smart stores? Or that they professionally slice and package imported cheese from Europe? Did you know about their giant international aisle, local farm partnerships, curbside pickup, wine department? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Trenton Simpson, man, welcome into the podcast. I've been looking forward to this, man, for for quite some time. You're my guy. We we've you know just followed you through your career, obviously, uh, being at Clemson and and just you know, seeing your development all the way back from your commitment story. Uh, I, I just remember that day. Uh, you were in the indoor, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it it all went down there. So if you could, man, just relive that for everybody, because, again, as a former player uh, and a guy that just loves Clemson, that was a really cool moment for me to see. I know it was really cool for you and your family. Yeah. So uh, just coming up through recruitment and uh, kind of my whole football journey, I had like a dream of playing at Clemson. Um, I definitely modeled my game after a couple of guys that played at Clemson. But uh, I was able to come up here and uh, on my official visit, uh, Coach Sweeney and Coach Venables had a. allowed me to come hang out in Clemson for a day. And then at the end of the day of my visit, we was in, uh, get, they were getting ready for practice. And they put that I had got a scholarship offer on the board. And, like, I was just like, I'm not passing on this opportunity. Like, man, it's a dream come true. So I committed on the spot. Um, and I told Coach Sweeney and Coach Venables, man, I was ready to come in and play, like, whenever they needed Like, I was excited. And um, I feel like I definitely took advantage of every opportunity Clemson has offered. Man, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And, and, and just seeing – you, know, you you went through a pretty transitional time in, in college football with with NIL and with the transfer portal and all these you know things kind of changing and man fr- from an NIL standpoint you, you just seem ready I mean as a businessman you had one two three this is what I want to do how did that happen I mean is that your family is that just you your mindset did you have some other resources because you you, you from Jump Street man you were ready to go there yeah no I feel like I have a very strong team um and it starts with my mom and my dad um and then Coach Sweeney's program, and um, like he was telling me, if you just take care of business on the field, um, all the NIL, all the accolades will come. So I just kept football my main focus, you know, uh, kept my head down, grounded in the classroom and on the field, and um, everything's worked out perfectly, for sure. That's fun. And, and I know that's been 
you know, just such an easy transition for you now because it is a business, everything that you do and moving forward with that. But let's dive back into to your time at Clemson a little bit here because, man, when I see, you know, the things that you did on the football field and, and what you were able to do, just an absolute terror for guys, whether it was coming off the edge or being in the middle of the field, you just make plays. Um, walk me through your mindset, man. As a football player, as a defender, I, I'm not even going to put a position on your name. You, you just play defense. Uh, what, what's that like? What's your mindset going into a game? Uh, my mindset is um, I'm a beast. Um, every time I step on the field, I feel like I'm the best guy. I know I'm the best guy. Um, and I just put in so much work um, behind the scenes, like with the meetings with my coaches and uh, working out one-on-one and um, just staying disciplined. Like I, I truly have a work ethic and, and I always want to perfect my craft. So like uh, what you, you guys see on Saturday and uh, it's always just a product of the work I put in. I work really hard and I know um, – how talented I am. So it just always shows when it's time to go out there and play for sure. What, what what do you think was the best part of your game, you know, in college that will obviously translate to the league? Was it getting after the quarterback? Was it just sideline to sideline in coverage? What did you feel like, man, this makes me different? Uh, I say what makes me different is I get to the ball. Like uh, that's something that all the, all the coaches that come and pride themselves on the way we practice. But I can always say I get to the ball and I'm relentless, man. Like I, I play – Coach Tony says, like, your hair is on fire. So, like, that's my mindset. Like, I want to play as hard as I can. Um, and at the end of every game, just make sure that tank is empty and know that I gave it all I got. So, yeah. So, so this past season, man, it, it was a it was a transitional year, you know, for Clemson with, with a new defensive coordinator, you know, some new guys coming in and, you know, kind of just re- retooling and, and moving guys around. And, and you started on the inside. Um, and then finish kind of back outside. What what do you have a preference? Which do you like? And maybe what why is that? Uh I definitely like to be closer to the ball inside the box. Um I feel like it allows me to use my natural ability to run sideline and sideline. But um I definitely like the way they use me on third down. I spy the quarterback a lot and I love the blitz on third down. Like third down is the time to go get the quarterback. So uh just definitely the way they use me coming off the edge and uh just using my versatility and speed to my advantage for sure. Yeah, and, and you mentioned that you know, that third down and everyone knows that that's, that's money down. That's where guys separate. That's where you can earn, you know, a lot of uh, notoriety, you know, if you will, you talk about being a spy, walk me into kind of inside the helmet here for a second. When do you know kind of to trigger and to go like, okay, this, this is time I got to go get them versus kind of being patient. Hey, this guy might move out of the pocket or something of that nature. Uh, so my mindset when I'm in the spy, I'm normally mugged up on the center or showing in the, in the B gap, you know, trying to try to disguise a little bit. But uh, once I pop off, I sit at like two to three yards um, and I always sit in the field B gap and um, I just wait. And all I need is one little twitch or him to look that way one second. I'm going. And uh, just when I go, my mindset is just like a full speed. OK, let's go get him down right now. So that's always my mindset. But all I need is one little idea where he where I think he's going to go and I'm going taking off going to get yes yeah, so, so okay so that's very interesting so is it is it his eyes is it body language like what what do you what do you see and you're like all right here, here we go I'm out that shoulder like it because normally it's right hand quarterback but if he twists that shoulder a little bit to the left I'm going or if he right handed and I can see his eyes he, he got his eyes set somewhere I'm going to get him so just yeah. the shoulders and uh just the the eyes like just reading them I'm sure uh, I love that man okay so so you mentioned when you're in the spy, you, you know, you're over you know, the center or in the B gap over a guard. But but also, I mean, many times you were used on the edge as, as kind of a, a stand up guy. Walk to me the difference, like going against a, a tackle, you know, who, who's essentially the, the more athletic of the offensive line versus kind of those bullies in the middle. Like what's your mindset 
when you're attacking a different type of offensive lineman? Maybe walk me through each of the three. Uh, I would definitely say when I'm attacking like a, a center and a guard, um, I want to give them finesse. So uh, put a move on them, uh, pick a side, and uh, don't let them get their hands on me. But uh, when I'm coming off that edge, like I believe in this four four three speed. So if I'm coming off the edge, I'm speed rushing, and uh, I don't think too many guys can catch me when I'm coming off the edge full speed. So uh, that's definitely my mindset uh, with the tackle. And if he oversteps me, I got a nice counter to get back inside. But I always blitz with a plan, so to make sure I know. If he, if he has something for me, I got something for him as well. So I love that, man. I love that. Um, I, I want to talk about two of your linebacker mates before we move on to, to kind of post-Clemson. Um, man, the three of y'all last year went healthy. I mean, it was one of the best linebacking cores I, I've ever seen. Uh, but, but obviously, you're moving on, going to the NFL. Uh, will make some team very happy uh, very early in the draft. But looking at Barrett Carter and Jeremiah Trotter, I mean, athleticism, uh, cerebral, attitude, confidence, like they, they seem to have it all. How, how are they, I guess, off the field in the meeting rooms? And then what was it like to play with with two really good guys like that? Um, no, nah, it was truly special. Um, both of those guys are truly elite. And next year they'll be high draft picks as well. But um, just playing with those guys and just the work that they have, like they definitely, like all three of us will sit in a uh, film room together and pick each other's brain. And um, it's cool to play with talented guys because you get something from each one of their games. Like, Trotter would tell me something. Bear would give me something when I'm blitzing off the edge. So um, it was just cool to play around guys of that talent and um, just to just to think that one day we're all going to be at the NFL playing against each other. You know, that's going to be a cool moment for sure. No, no no doubt about it. I can certainly tell that the three of y'all just fed off of each other. It, it seemed like each one got better, you know, as the season went on. And it's kind of pick your poison. Like, a lot of attention was on you and the offensive lines are trying to go where you are and maybe that freed up you know, those guys to have a really nice season. Okay, so so let's move on, man. The, the you know, Orange Bowl ends and, and the season's over. Um, it's a whole new world. I mean, it, it's crazy what you're what you're stepping into. So I guess what was that process like? I see you're wearing CAA sports. I, I imagine you signed with them. So, you know, when did you make that decision? And, you know, what, what was the kind of the day after the Orange Bowl ended? You know, how quickly did all that get started? Uh, so literally after the day after the Orange Bowl, I flew from Miami uh, to Texas where I trained at. Um, and I got into Frisco, uh, met with a great coach, Brent Calloway. Man, he's the best speed trainer out there. I mean, uh, and just his personality as a coach and the way he got us all fired up on a daily basis to get ready to work out. But um, it was a quick process, and um, I truly enjoyed everything. But um, just getting ready for the combine, and I feel like I put on a show at every pro day and come on but it was just the work i put in those three months um i literally went out to frisco um changed my phone number got off social media and i just put my head down and grinded man like i was working so that's awesome i have one more i'm gonna go back to training but i do want to say this after i believe it was the combine what where'd you go chipotle or something you said man i haven't had this in three months <laughs> i needed this <laughs> yeah so my first when i got back to clifton i went to chipotle i had went three months without chipotle they had us on a strict meal diet so it was crazy but it was that chipotle after them three months was well worth it for i sure. bet i bet i bet it hit different i bet it hit different all right let, let's go back to training because this is something that i don't know if you ran track in high school or anything like that but th this is so unique right because your whole life you know, you've been training as a football player and you've been doing football drills and, and there's speed and stuff. People don't really realize that, but there's stuff built into our programs, but not like this. I mean, you, you basically are training to run. You're training to do, you know, three or four events that you will never, ever do the rest of your life. How, I guess, different was that training and, you know, just what all went into it when you were down in Texas? 
uh, it was definitely a different type of training. Like you said, we do things similar to that in uh in our Clemson program. But uh, when you're trained to run a forty and do short shuttle, um, it's a lot of like curved treadmill uh, mobility workout. So it's less it's less more about how much you can squat on a rack or how much you can bench press. It's more about being um mobile, having ankle mobility. You know, being loose. Um, but that whole process was really cool because I ran track in high school a little bit my junior year, but uh just taking it to another level and just the detail that it takes to run a good 40. And it's not about being fast. You have to put all that 40 yards and have great technique. So uh, just getting with Coach Callaway and him um, taking it day by day with me. Um, it was six days a week of training. So the only day we had off was Sunday. So uh, just that whole that whole grind, man, it's, it was definitely worth it. And I'm glad I went to Texas and everything paid off. Yeah, no, I, I certainly think that it, that it did, man. I mean, the way you performed at the Combine and then at Pro Day, I mean, to be your size, to have the production, you know, in the backfield that you did, and then to run a 4-4, I mean, guys just have to be salivating. So let, let's let's move to the combine because you, you do all this prep work and then you go and take the biggest test of your life. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's so interesting when I hear different guys' opinion on the combine because, you know, a lot of people, I think, from the outside, kind of from the, the fan perspective, think, all right, guys show up, they run their drills, they go home. That's not the case. I mean, you're there like a week, right? I mean, it's it's an intense process. Yeah, no, that whole process was cool, man. Uh, I had, I think, 20 formals. So I met with almost every, yeah, like close to almost every team. Um, the medical part, all my medicals went really well. But just meeting those teams and um, getting into those rooms with those head coaches that you see on TV on Sundays was truly a blessing. But not, uh, meeting with those teams and how they were telling me how they would be able to use me and how I could come in and impact their team in their locker room was a cool experience for sure. Yeah, so so I guess t- talk to me about that a little bit because is it like recruiting back in the day when when you were in in high school or is it more of a, a test? Like I said, like are, are they drawing stuff on the board with you? You don't have to give me names or teams, but just kind of walk me through a meeting of, of what that looks like. They you come in, you say hello, and then what happens? So basically, we, we they do a background. So they ask me where I'm from, um, how I grew up, high school, uh, why did I choose? Twenty different times. Like you do this twenty times. Yeah, so you're doing it with every team, yeah. So uh, you could have closed your eyes and like recited the whole thing by the end. Yeah, by the time I left India, I could tell you what I said twenty times like it was nothing. But now that whole process of um, explaining myself, letting people get to know who I am, and then uh, as a linebacker, they put me on the board and um, asked me could I draw up some some defenses, um, make some checks, um, and then some teams gave me their defense or taught me their defense, and then right after the end of the meeting, I had to give it back to them um, on the board. So that whole process was really cool. Yeah. So, so what, what did, um, where did guys have you, have you thinking, man? Is it a outside linebacker in a three, four? Is it a traditional linebacker in the box? I mean, was there something that you felt like was kind of a theme? Like, okay, this is, this is how I can make an impact really quickly in the NFL, knowing that it's the best, the 1% of the world is in that league. Yeah. So pretty much a lot of teams were saying, um, at that wheel spot, um, carrying uh, three on the bender from the tight ends, carrying two vertical, uh, fitting that B gap, stuff like that. But uh, every team definitely agreed that on third down, I should be spying that quarterback and coming off the edge. Uh, so I, I definitely like that. And uh, they pulled up a lot of clips from Clemson from all three of my years. And just like they said, it just showed the versatility I had from the 18-year-old coming in to Clemson to leaving out and being able to play at all three levels of the ball for sure. Yeah, which, I mean, you, you have so much tape of, of all of that. I know that that is – you know, good for them because they, they try to find everything, right? The good thing with you is it's, yeah. it's mostly good. And, and, you know, when you when you look at that and the things that you can show there. Um, so, okay, so, so you go through all that. 
20 different interviews. I'm sorry, I just made you do it 21 times. Uh, you, you, you do the medicals, which I, I know all of that stuff is so exhausting. And then you're expected to go test your best. You're expected to physically you know, perform. How were you feeling at that point? I mean, were you mentally exhausted or was it the excitement part where you're just like, let's go, let's go show off? Oh, no. When we got to the stadium and I put those cleats on, like, I already knew I had put the work in. Like, that was just going to be a product. But just that feeling, that adrenaline rush I got when it was time to run at 40, like, I was just so ready. But then the position work, like, we only did six drills at the combine and position work. But every rep was, like, all I got. So uh, just that mindset and just uh, how locked in I was, man, it was cool to see, like, as I look back on my combine performance. And uh, even that pro day, like, that, just that focus you have to have. And uh, every rep really counts. So uh, that was definitely a cool process for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. And again, I can't stress how how well you performed. And, and I think there was there was obviously expectation because, you know, what we see have seen on film and it's like, OK, I, I think this guy, I think he can touch four four and then to go and do it. And, and to, you know, my goodness, a, a 40 and a half inch vertical, like all the explosives, you know, was what we thought we would see. Um, and so it's great when that film and the numbers kind of match up with the productivity there. So combine ends, pro day ends, you, you blew it out of the water. You talked to all these people. What, what's next? What What does now to draft, you know, look like for Trenton Simpson? Uh, so uh, literally the day after pro day, um, I had flew out to visit with a team. Um, and yeah, so I had, man, you're racking it up, man. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've been really busy, man. I just keep my suitcase packed and uh, just ready to go whenever uh, my agent tells me I need to be somewhere. But uh I have a lot of team visits lined up. A lot of people want to get to know me, uh, spend more time with me one-on-one. Um, I was a junior, so not able to go to any senior bowls or anything like that. So uh, just this whole process of meeting teams and um, just working out, you know, uh, that's all I'm doing. I'm working out and staying ready for these visits. But uh, now I'm always staying in shape, but uh, just meeting teams and just excited to see who picks me. That, that's awesome, man. So are, are you, uh, you know, still kind of training in Texas? Are you in Clemson? Are you back home? What, what, what will now to the draft from a, from that standpoint, when you're not on those visits, what does that look like? Uh, so I, I, I've trained at Clemson a little bit this um, this week, this weekend, and uh, Friday, Saturday, and then today um, for my private workout. Or tomorrow, I got a little walkthrough with the team. But uh, after that, I'll probably go back to Charlotte or to my father's house and work out until my next visit. But uh, just probably Charlotte or out there with my dad, but just always making sure I'm working out and staying ready. Because they told me a lot about that rookie minicamp, so just being ready for that. Yeah, you're just a nomad, man. You just work out wherever your feet are. I understand yeah. that. I understand that. Um, any any plans for for the draft? Like, do, are, are you planning on going? It, I don't know if those invites have been sent out yet. Are you guys going to want to do stuff at the house? Because I mean, this is a moment that I mean, your whole life. This is what we we plan to do, right? Is is get drafted, be with you know your parents and family and all that stuff. Is there is there a plan in place with that yet? Uh right now it's still up in the air, but um. I'm really leaning towards having like my whole city of Charlotte come out and support wow. me. Um, Cause you know, at Clemson, I've always had like 20 people at every game or I always had a big family. Uh, so I wouldn't want to leave nobody out and go to uh, Kansas city and it only can bring a couple of people. So uh, as of right now, I'm leaning towards like a big uh, venue, um, maybe bowling, some gaming, and then have it on a big screen um, and have just the whole, everybody who supported me and helped guide me through this, this whole journey to be there and support me and have this moment. With me because it's not just me getting drafted, like it's a lot of people that don't port on me throughout this process. So, just having everybody there to support me and have a good night. So, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. I know that'll be a dream come true for you know, just everybody that, that's had an impact on your life. And, and same for you, obviously, a, a, a lifelong goal 
that, that's going to come true very soon and, and very excited for you. Last one, man, and we'll get you out of here. What, what is an NFL franchise getting, you know, with Trenton Simpson? I know all the on the field stuff, and I want you to touch on that a little bit, what you're going to bring to a team, but leadership, community, start off the field. What are they getting in the total package with Trent? Uh, when a team just Trent Simpson, they're going to get a guy who's uh, going to come in and be a great guy in the locker room. Um, I pride myself on being a great teammate. Um, I want to see everybody win and be successful. I'm also going to come in and work as hard as I can and uh, off the field impact my community. I mean, I did that at Clemson um, and served a lot of ways in the community around here. So I look forward to bringing that to my new city and just continuing to be myself. You know, I bring a lot to the table. My personality is infectious. I make a lot of people smile. So I uh, just try to continue being myself. And uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to get into a new locker room, meet new guys, and um, just continue to grow my bonds with coaches and friendships and um, just go in there and have a blast for sure. There you go, man. Well, we appreciate you. Excited for you. And uh, thanks always, my brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks again to Trenton Simpson for taking the time. Mac, we do not qualify as a top 30 visit. We have no power and we have no money compared to these NFL teams. So the fact that Trenton took the time to sit down with us, we really appreciate that. Yeah, no, no question about it. And just, again, diving into his story, you know, I've known Trenton for so long, but, you know, it feels like any time that you're there, you're just so busy. And if you do get an interview, a guy, I remember over the summer, we, we did some stuff with Trenton on our ACC, you know, kind of camp tours, fall camp tours. And I got to talk to him for like 10 minutes and then he had to go, I had to mm-hmm. go and, and keep moving on. So that was fun to be able to dive in, you know, for like 30 minutes or so and really just talk about his story, his mindset. Um, I really loved how w- when I was asking him about his, you know, pass rush, when, when he's sitting in a spy, like when to trigger, when to go full speed. Hey, I, I, this is my guy. I'm getting him down. And, you know, just the little details of, of flipping his hips or moving his eyes. He, he, you know, he's showing I'm going to go this way. Trent's like, I'm going to beat you there. I'll meet you at the point. And uh, I mean, that was something, KG, we just saw time and time again throughout his entire Clemson career. It was for sure. And it's really interesting to see this guy who was a Butkus Award semifinalist and all ACC and all this moving on from Clemson. And we still got the hype of Mac putting out a video saying Clemson's going to have the two best linebackers in the country and Barrett Trotter or um, yeah, Barrett, no. What am I saying? Barrett Carter, Jeremiah Trotter. There you go. I don't know, man. I haven't, I haven't been in my house in quite a few Basketball days. Basketball on the brain. <laughs> Barrett Carter and Jeremiah Trotter. So uh, we'll see if Mac, if uh, Mac's prediction comes true. I think they'll, they'll be quite the duo, but to say best in the country, Mac, I like it here in March. Yeah, I mean, you've got a second-team All-American in uh, Jeremiah Trotter. Now, now you're messing, messing me you. up with the name. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, when, when you look at the things Barrett was able to do, you know, I, I think he could have been right there and, and easily, you know, on some All-American teams. So I, I think it's a no-brainer. And, and really, to, to break down the two, we saw Jeremiah step up into a role that I, quite frankly, didn't know that he could get to this season. I thought maybe next year, okay, that's when we'll start to see this. But – he started to command, you know, the entire defense and, and really be that guy calling the defense, setting the defense, getting the checks, all these different things. And you were just like, whoa, like this young man's blossoming very quickly in front of our eyes here. And just the things that he can do. I mean, get his hands on the football for for defensive touchdowns, sacks, space, sideline to sideline, just a very physical bruiser. And then you look at his accomplice there, his partner in crime, and, and I love to call him Weapon X in Barrett Carter. And you know, he's jumping over guys for making a sack. He, he's so elusive, so explosive. And, and 
I just refer back to KG, you know, Dabo Sweeney joined us at the beginning of the year last year, said Barrett Carter pound for pound is probably one of the best football players I've ever been around. And then we see why we see all those different things. So those two can do so much for a defense. And, and you know, the name of the game on offense, name of the game of football is mismatches. Who, who can we line up? Who can we put in adverse situations? Well, good luck against the two of them because they are so just, you know, these hybrids and the things that they can do. They can be physical. They can run in space. They can cover big guys, all these different things to where, you don't have to rotate. You don't have to make substitutions. You leave them out there. That's what's so dangerous about them and all the things that they can do. So I think that they're going to take a really big step this season. I think Clemson as a defense is going to take a really big step this season. You know, I posted that video on Monday and a lot of people saying, well, what about the secondary? What about this mm, and that? And I'm yes. telling you guys that. We part, talked about that too. It's going to grow up. Yeah, it's going to grow up. I think there's going to be the the, the natural development you know, that we see in, in a year over time, but also the natural development within a defense and feeling comfortable with what they're doing. You have coaches challenging the secondary. You read it out. Mm-hmm. Wes Goodwin saying we have to be physical. We have to be aggressive on the outside. And then I think just the way practice is going, the things that we've seen from Clemson or read about from Clemson in practice where they're taking more shots downfield, those are reps that maybe they didn't get these last couple of seasons, that now they are. And so for all those different things, Yes, this Clemson defense is potentially losing three first-round draft picks. Yes, I also think they're going to be better next year, which is just crazy to sit here and say that. But it's true. And we talked about it (laughs) on our Monday episode. I think you're going to have a hungrier group, a little bit of a hungrier group. That's going to be very excited to go prove themselves. And, Mac, I know that you have been talking to some sources about (laughs) where Trenton Simpson could end up. So before we get out of here, tell the people what you've been hearing. Yeah, and that kind of goes back when I just said the three, you know, first rounders. I think Simpson's going to be there. You know, everything that I've heard about Trenton is, you know, really kind of that twenty to thirty-two mark. He could go at any time, and, and that's why these, you know, top thirty visits are so important. Uh, that that's why, you know, I hope that he goes on as many as he can. All these guys, you know, that that are in the ACC to get that exposure to to kind of sell, you know, why they should be that pick, why they should be, you know, one of the top couple of picks that a team has. And uh, just the things that he can do, you know, for a team, again, pass rush is the name of the game defensively because it's such a passing heavy league. It's such a quarterback heavy league. If you have a guy like that who can be a werewolf, who can stand up outside and really cause some mismatch problems, he he told me what he does. Hey, look, when I'm going against a tackle, I'm trusting my 4-4 speed. I know my elusiveness, my my creativity on the edge. When I'm inside – I'm going to try to trick him. I'm going to show him one thing, go another way. So to hear all of that, you know, his process really solidifies to me that it's not just athletic ability. Like he knows and has a plan when he's rushing the quarterback. And I think that's on full display. I think the combine mixed with his numbers in production, it, everything teams are, are questioning or maybe questioning was all answered. So KG, I think he's in a really good spot to be in that back end of the first round. I agree. And the cerebral side, of course, is there too. And that's what you're going to show teams when you go on these top 30 visits as well. So thanks again to Trenton Simpson for taking the time. And Mac, we have another big time NFL guy, NFL prospect (laughs) out of the Atlantic coast conference joining us on Monday. I don't know. Maybe people can throw some guesses out at us on Twitter. It's not a Clemson guy. I'll say that. It's not a Clemson guy. There we go. I'm glad that you were hinting to me that you didn't want people to know because I was about to just blurt out and say it. You would. Because you know that's that's what I do. 
Can I give a hint? I'm going to give oh, one hint. But see, your hints are always, his name starts with <laughs> X and it rhymes with this. And I'm like, Mac. It's an offensive player. It's okay. our first right. offensive That's player. It. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You done. Who is it? Guess who it is. We need to hear the guesses. We need to hear the guesses on Twitter, on uh, Facebook, on uh, Instagram. We're everywhere. Or the comments. Leave a comment Snail if you're watching mail. us on YouTube. Snail mail. KG will put her address in the yes, comments right here. I will. So send her, send her some baby presents, actually. That's a great <laughs> idea, KG. You need to do that for uh, for the child, um, for the baby boy. So, guys, that's it from us. We got to get out of here. We're delusional. We just got back off of who knows where and who knows what. Uh, but thank you for tuning in. Another great episode brought to you by our friends over at Ingles. Really appreciate their support and all the fun things that we're doing. Endless stuff coming down the road uh, that we will continue to push out thanks to them. Uh, but if you're not watching on YouTube, I don't know what you're doing. Smash the subscribe button. We need you guys over there in the comments watching us. It's been a lot of fun to see that thing grow, but also the OGs over on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. So fun to hear from you guys over there as well. Um, but until next time, we'll see you